It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Miami Dolphins prospect spotlight series continues with Iowa linebacker Jack Campbell, who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins system, and where the Dolphins would need to draft him in order to add him into the mix. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Special welcome to our everydayers here on Locked on Dolphins. You'll find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and we are locked in on the 2023 NFL Draft, particularly the build-up to these Dolphins selections as currently scheduled at pick 51 and pick 84, and what the Dolphins can do with those assets to best optimize their ability to improve the roster, become a more competitive team, get over the hump in the postseason, and make a serious run into February football for the first time for the Dolphins in a very, very, very long time. Uh, The... Prospect Spotlight Series has gone over the tight end position, the running back position, the offensive tackle position, the defensive tackle position, and now we're into linebackers. And we have about nine days until the NFL draft, and we're going to get all the linebackers in, and we're going to get all the interior offensive linemen in. So we're going to add at least another 20 names to the rankings, not saying we'll have 20 shows. I would absolutely aspire (laughs) to have that much content uh, to come your way, but we do have uh, a bevy of prospect spotlights at the linebacker position, interior offensive line, uh, some kind of smorgasbordy type players that we're adding as well, and then we'll of course do the, uh, the the big board rankings for the Dolphins pick at fifty one, the Dolphins big board for picks at eighty four, and go from there. But Jack Campbell is the subject of today's episode of Locked On Dolphins. Jack Campbell, University of Iowa linebacker, and we're going to talk about who he is, how he fits the Dolphins system and where the Dolphins would need to draft him. So let's start with the biographical background information on Jack Campbell. He was born on August 22nd, 2000. So by the start of the regular season, he'll be a 23-year-old rookie linebacker uh, who, when he was recruited, uh, came out of Des Moines. So he's Iowa, born and raised. He's a three-year letterman at the linebacker position. Uh, He was highly coveted uh, as a recruit, three-star recruit. And he also played basketball and track in high school, which is important to note because the athletic profile here is not what you would necessarily expect for a six-foot-five, 250-pound Big Ten linebacker. I think we'll we'll just say that. Um, Here's the book. Here's the athletic profile on Jack Campbell. He came through the NFL Combine this year at 6'4 and 5'8 of an inch, so 6'045. That is 99th percentile for 
inside linebackers to pass through the NFL Combine since the year 1999. At 249 pounds, he was 85th percentile in weight. So this is an upper echelon size linebacker in the lexicon of all the inside linebackers in the last 20-plus years of NFL Combine invites at the linebacker position. And that's cool. But what's really cool is when you get a 90th percentile size player at the position and he tests in the 80th percentile in the 40-yard dash because he ran a 4.65 in the 40. And he ran a 1.59 second 10-yard split in that 40-yard dash, which is 84th percentile, so even better than the 40-yard the, the dash itself. But those two tests are the lowest tests that he posted from a percentile perspective. 37 and a half inches at 250 pounds. That's 89th percentile of inside linebackers. 10 feet, 8 inches in the broad jump is 98th percentile for broad jumps. And his 6.74 second three cone drill, which tests agility, is 95th percentile for inside linebackers to come through the NFL combine since the year 1999. This is a crazy good athlete as a plus-plus size athlete. Some of the athletic comparables... There's some good and some bad. Uh, the number one match from an athletic perspective is Stephon Anthony, uh, who Dolphins fans may recognize. He was originally drafted by the Saints in the first round in 2015. Uh, Baron Browning, currently with the Denver Broncos, uh, is the next closest athletic profile match. And then the fourth highest profile match is Dallas Cowboys linebacker Leighton Vander Esch, who was also a first-round pick. The... I'm going to do math here. Seventh match from an athletic profile perspective is one Luke Keekley, who um, rode off into the sunset early in his career, but was one of the best players in the NFL for a period of time. But of course, what part of what made Luke Keekley so special was the mind, the football mind that he was. And that's kind of the, the next question for Jack Campbell. It's like, okay, you are definitively a rare blend from an athletic profile perspective at the linebacker position, but what else What else does that complement it with? And before we talk about how he fits and what the strengths are on film, let's acknowledge this is a player that over the last two years has had 265 tackles, two sacks, nine tackles for loss, four interceptions, seven passes defensed, two forced fumbles. So that's the last two years of football combined, the last 27 games. Uh, he's averaging about 10 tackles a game. And the production's been quite healthy for an Iowa team that has been one of the best defensive units in the country the last couple of years. Now, from a full football team program perspective, and, and particularly the offensive side of the ball, it's a little different story. But Campbell... Uh, has been one of the most well-rounded linebackers. And he flashed early when he, when he got his most prominent playing time in 2020 in the, the abbreviated COVID season. So he has pieced together a very, very, very strong film resume. He's highly productive. He's top-shelf size athlete at the position. He's top-shelf athleticism at the position. He has played linebacker going all the way back through his uh, early high school days. So this is not a developmental upside type player. And when I think about what the Dolphins need, 
that's where the sales pitch comes for Jack Campbell is this is not a developmental type. This is not a new at the position three years from now could be a really impactful player, but you're going to have to eat you-know-what for the first two years until he gets there. This is a high-floor player who's simultaneously also a high-ceiling player, and that's what gets really interesting about Jack Campbell. Now, of course, there's the debate about positional value, and we'll talk about it in our final segment today, but... We're going to talk about how he fits and what he shows on tape, but not before. Remind you guys about our friends over at FanDuel with Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays. Baseball is back, and there's no better place to get in on the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't hit. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up, place that first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss that chance to get a no-sweat first bet. Swing the bat over at FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So how does Jack Campbell play the game? which is the big mystery question. Not, not the big mystery question, but it's the most important question. This is the first linebacker that we're doing, so naturally it's worthwhile to acknowledge the 10 traits that I am evaluating linebackers on to play within what we are anticipating to be uh, the Vic Fangio system. Football intelligence is number one for stack linebackers, second-level players on the defense. It's a lot of simultaneous reading reaction skills and instincts and pre-snap diagnosis. We talked about how Luke Keekley, uh was the player that he was because of the football intelligence. It's the number one thing we're measuring. Tackling, very important on this list for linebackers. you got to be able to tackle, tackle in space, tackle at the line of scrimmage, tackle flowing horizontally, tackle at the catch point, you name it. The other premier trait for linebackers uh, in this defense that I am grading on is your pass coverage skills. What can you do in coverage? Are you an effective zone player? Can you turn and run with tight ends? Can you cover backs out of the backfield? What is your play processing to feel when it's time to get off your spot, out of your run read, and, and into your drops or, or get into man-to-man coverage? My tier two position or positional traits are block deconstruction skills, whether you're stepping to the line of scrimmage or somebody's stepping to you on the second level, how well do you negotiate those situations and fight through contact and get yourself uncovered to make a play on the ball carry? Lateral mobility, sideline to sideline mobility, and competitive toughness. Uh, tier three is run defending and your effort slash motor. And then tier four is your pass rush ability on third down and your flexibility, how fluid you are as an athlete in space. The more fluid you are, the more it'll help some of those other peripheral areas that we're talking about as well. Jack Campbell 
very, very instinctual football player. Uh, I think the fact that he's played linebacker for quite some time shows immediately when you watch him on film. The, that was one of one, two, three, three traits that I, four traits that I gave Jack Campbell a great assessment at. Football, IQ, tackling, block deconstruction skills, and competitive toughness. Those four areas of Jack Campbell's game are great qualities that he has illustrated because of the size. Go watch the Ohio State game. You want to know what Jack Campbell's all about? Go watch the Ohio State game. He has an interception in zone coverage over the middle of the field on a late developing crossing pattern against C.J. Stroud right after halftime. And throughout the course of that game, he complements that kind of zone coverage defensive play that he makes with ample reps of him against Dewan Jones, of him against the left guard, of him against Paris Johnson. Jones and Johnson might end up being top 20, top 25 picks. And Campbell is negotiating contact with them and playing off of contact and uncovering in space and scraping over top and getting to the ball carrier and consistently dictating terms to those, those two players. I thought he beat up on the offensive lineman of Ohio State throughout the course of that game when they tried to block him in space. You saw really consistent ability to read the backfield, understand where the ball was coming out of the mesh point. You see a really good sense of angles in the box and stepping into gaps as they're developing and not waiting for gaps to develop, and then you try to flash horizontally late, and the ball carrier is already through because he's hip-to-hip with you too quick because he's got momentum and you're flat-footed. Very physical frame. I wish he was a little bit longer. Would really help amplify. He's like 40th percentile for arm length. It's like 32-inch arms, uh, just short of that, I believe. So... He's not the longest player from an anatomical reach perspective. But he's got good pop in his hands. He understands how to deconstruct blocks. He understands how to attack blockers in space, offset their momentum, scrape over top of them. And he also got two traits in which I graded him as uh, elite at. And I thought that was his run defending skills in general and his motor slash his effort. So you're, you're talking six of ten categories that he graded as either elite or great at for my assessment of him playing on the college level. And you get to see him play against teams like Michigan, Ohio State. Well, some really good showcases against really good teams that were top ten programs and stylistically played different brands of football. Michigan's a little bit more punchy in the mouth. They'll still spread you out. And they had a more mobile quarterback, so they had some different tests But I thought Campbell passed all those opportunities with flying colors. Now, he's not a transcendent player. I think he's got good skills in pass coverage. I don't think he's overly flexible. I gave him good grade and flexibility for his stature, but I would say his his general flexibility and movement skills are sufficient because he is long-levered. He is big you got to be a pretty special breed of athlete to be able to flip your hips and move like some of these 220, 230-pound linebackers do when you're 250 pounds. He doesn't move like that. 
Now, he moves well for his size, but the dynamic range is a little bit limited because of his stature. I didn't see a lot of value in his pass rush skills. So in passing downs, if he's going to be three down linebacker, it's going to be zone coverage, I think, is, is largely where he's going to have to win. Uh, I think that's where he's effective. And this, this Fangio defense is known for a lot of quarters coverage. It's known for a lot of cover six. It's known, known for some brackets. Rip Liz. So a, a lot of zone pattern match concepts in coverage that I think play quite well to Jack Campbell. I gave him a good grade for lateral mobility as well. Um, I think functionally, he's not the most explosive in a three-dimensional plane in real time. We're going to talk about some other players like Trenton Simpson and Dion Henley as, as two examples that like those are the guys that are getting the, the perfect score, the elite grades in your lateral mobility. Now, Campbell tested really, really well at the combine, but I didn't see the same level of explosive twitch in his game when you watched him on tape. That's not to say it's not good. You know, he graded as good. The only grade that he got, uh, the, the only trait that he got a sufficient grade in, in my assessment, was his pass rush ability. Everything else was good. And then six of the 10 were great or elite. So as you start sitting here and doing the math, you could probably figure out pretty darn quick, this is a player that graded out very favorably uh, in this scoring process for the Dolphins. And that's what we're going to finish with. We're going to talk about how I graded him out, uh, what I think his role with this team would be, and where the Dolphins would need to target him if they were going to get it done. And that's what we'll finish with here today on this first episode of the day on Locked on Dolphins. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you. Your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. 87.8 out of 100 for Jack Campbell. I think this is a player that is a utopian fit at the linebacker position because he's good in zone coverage. He can deconstruct blocks on his own. He's highly apt at defending the run. And all of those traits combining in a player that's got plus production, plus athleticism, plus size, plus experience, he checks every box. And an 87.8 out of all of the grades that I've given at all of the positions, regardless of whether or not these are players I think they're going to be the available for the Dolphins or not, is seventh. Out of, we're, we're now up to, to 51 names that I've put a grade on. 
And these are only at the Dolphins' positions of needs. Seventh. The only players throughout the, pro- the course of this process that have graded higher than Jack Campbell to this point in time are Jalen Carter, he'll be gone. Bijan Robinson, he'll be gone. Darnell Washington, probably gone. Dalton Kincaid, most likely gone. Paris Johnson Jr., Ohio State, he'll be gone. And Atatomia Adabore, the defensive lineman from Northwestern. And I highly suspect he will be gone as well. So names like Jameer Gibbs, Dewan Jones, Matthew Bergeron, Sam Laporta, Mozzie Smith, Michael Mayer, Zach Charbonnet, Keanu Benton, like the gauntlet. This is one of my favorite fits for the Dolphins. Because the Dolphins are going to be living in a world in which you're going to play lighter box counts. You're going to put a cap on the defense. You're going to have your safeties serve as weapons that are running from depth, and you're going to have some kind of nickel hybrid defender, whether it's a rookie or whether it's Deshaun Elliott or it's Brandon Jones or it's Nick Needham or it's somebody else who's playing that kind of hybrid nickel second-level defender role. And your linebackers have to be able to play the run and make your defensive linemen right when your defensive linemen are playing a gap and a half. Campbell has the ability to play the run in light boxes because he can defend the run himself. He can run through, but he can also run to, if that makes sense. So he can run to the ball, but he can run through blocks. He can run over blocks, across blocks. He can deconstruct blocks on his own. And he's not a liability in pass coverage. He's not a one-dimensional gap shooter like what I would envision Devin White would be in this defense or what Elena Roberts has been for the Dolphins defense the past few years. There is a level of multiplicity that exists here that puts him in a pretty rare frame. And he's doing it at 6'5", 250 pounds, as compared to David Long, say, for example, who the Dolphins signed in free agency on a two-year $11 million deal. Um, who I think is the Dolphins' best linebacker and a quality starter. And I have Jerome Baker currently graded as an adequate level starter. I would guess Jack Campbell comes into the NFL right away and is a quality starter, particularly within this defensive structure. Of course, the challenge is, well, where is he going to get drafted? Positional value is the Dolphins' best friend here. And that's really what the Dolphins are probably... If they're going to be the beneficiary of something, it's going to be teams drafting premier positions early and putting better overall players that are at less premier positions into the Dolphins' lab. That goes for tight end, that goes for running back, that goes for linebacker, that potentially goes for safety if they want to go that route. If they decide, you know, Brandon Jones coming back off an injury, Brandon Jones is in a contract year anyway, Deshaun Elliott's only here in a one-year deal, if they want to add another DB because they feel like they got a really big mismatch player that's going to add a new element to the defense, well, you got the green light as far as I'm concerned. So that's the Dolphins' best friend for getting the best possible value, in my mind, at 51. I think there's some pretty stark challenges and hurdles that the Dolphins are going to have to clear in order to get there. You look at the back end of the first round. 
some teams that might be candidates here. Uh, the New York Giants, possibly. The Buffalo Bills lost Tremaine Edmonds at 27. That is certainly uh, a looming threat. The Philadelphia Eagles at 30. I think you're probably safe from the Chiefs, considering they've they've taken day two line, day one or day two linebackers in three consecutive drafts. Uh, but then you get into the early second round. Rams, Raiders, Falcons, Packers, Patriots at 46, Lions at 48. There's a bunch of speed bumps from about 27 to 48 that you have to hope that those teams either draft for need draft for more pressing needs or they draft for positional value as compared to drafting the best overall player if Jack Campbell is going to be there for the Dolphins at pick 51 but I can definitively say right now this is a player who is firmly placed upon the top 5 targets list for 51 for the players that you think are realistically going to be there, I'd say he's probably only behind Darnell Washington. And Darnell's probably a, a 70-30 not going to be there. I would probably classify Campbell as the same thing. But if you find yourself in the shoes where Campbell's on the board of 51, it might not be the most pressing need. And maybe you hold up Jack Campbell, and we look at the rest of these linebackers and we ask, okay, who would be there at 84 versus what other players at other positions of need? Do we have grades with comparable uh, players at at 51 that are going to have a steeper drop-off for 84? So I go back to Matthew Bergeron. Just for an example, Bergeron graded as an 85-9 versus an 87-8 for Jack Campbell. Campbell's just purely the better player but if Bergeron's the last player you feel like is a starting caliber offensive lineman, he's on the board, and you feel like you got four linebackers lined up behind Campbell that you might really like and have one of them on the board at 84, that's the game you got to play. That's the unenviable part of the draft process. And that's, I think, what we're going to finalize here in the next 10 days as we get ready for the 2023 NFL draft. So make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. Fins up. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Shout out to the everydayers who tune in every day because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your morning. Be back to talk to you all again this afternoon. Fins up. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.